Welcome to our special interview series with finalists from the 2020 Unsung Songwriting Competition, Amplifying the Voices of Youth Justice. I'm your host, Ross Romano. The song you heard in the intro was Second Chances, one of the finalists in the 2020 competition. And in this episode, we'll be speaking with two of its creators, Jordan and Paige. Through the Unsung Competition, an initiative of Break Free Education, students explore policies that impact their lives. They harness the power of music to create, produce, and share songs that address issues related to juvenile justice reform. I had an excellent and candid conversation with Paige and Jordan. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for joining our show today. I'm speaking with Jordan and Paige. They're joining us uh, live here from California. Jordan and Paige uh, had two songs, Racial Injustice and Second Chances, that they worked on that were both top five finalists in the 2020 Unsung competition. Uh, thanks for being with us today, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. You know, one of the things I wanted to dive into, and there, there's some things I think related to both of these songs, and they, they have a lot of meaning behind them, you know, but one of them for your song, Second Chances, the kind of subtitle off of that is Prop 57. Uh, and for those of us, you know, who aren't from California, um, some people may be familiar, Prop 57 was a, a criminal justice reform initiative that passed back in 2016 that, you know, kind of addressed a lot of issues that were happening in the system there. Um, and of course, that's part of what you you put together with your song. I'm wondering out of that, you know, what what is it about Prop 57 specifically? Um, you know, maybe you can describe it a little bit to people who may not really understand it or know about it, but also what kind of stands out to you or, you know, why is that important to you? Prop 57, it, it stood out to me because it applied for me. Um, at the age of 16, I was tried as an adult for murder. At the age of 16, when you're facing 25 years of life, it's kind of like, uh, wow. And when Prop 57 came along in 2016, I was already in the county jail at, at 18 years old, getting ready to go to the penitentiary for about 50 years. And Prop 57 came and brought me out of the county jail where it was just high level of crimes going on, fighting, stabbings, just all type of drama that was corrupting my young mind. And Prop 57 brought me back to a juvenile hall setting and a juvenile setting and actually gave me that chance to be a juvenile and fight my life as a juvenile with less time than 25 years. Yeah, and the, and the song, of course, is Second Chances, right? Which is a big, a big part of that. And, uh, and so, Paige, you were going to add to that? Yeah, it also applied to me because at 16, I was too facing, um, well, 15 years in adult court. So that's why we wrote about it because the three of us were all in the same situation. Some like they they had more they were facing more time than me but we all related in one sense that we were all young and kids when certain things happened when that prop passed it like basically it saved us it gave us that second chance because honestly he would be getting out at what 60 70 years old i would be getting out 30 something years old and and we went we we were tried at 16 years old mm -hmm. so um that's why we kept saying like the second chances thing because we realized like this was our second chance and we wanted the world to know that we were grateful for that second chance. So we made a song about it. Yeah. And with those, you know, the, that concept of the second chances and you kind of got that perspective on that at a young age as, as teenagers before um, and, you know, thinking about the effects on voting and, and how 
know, I, I know there was a story behind that about how uh, you were looking into your eligibility to vote recently and it sparked a lot of, you know, a, a snowball effect from there where they started to really look into, wait a second, we do need to, to start getting people information about how to register and what that looks like. Just recently here, we had uh, an, an election in the U.S. with record turnout. Uh, more people voted than ever before. Um, but still, I think there's a lot of people who haven't necessarily had that perspective of potentially having that right jeopardized in a specific way um, or just it you know seems like a natural thing that people don't necessarily uh, understand the importance of fighting for that important right and it just and and I think you have learned perspective on you know why it's something that really people need to take action on um, <clears throat> and and work toward from your experience what have you learned through the, about the importance of of making your voice heard in that particular way and making sure that you are aware of your rights and that you're exercising them I learned that as long as you're quiet people will never know they never know what lies in your hearts or what lies within you and what you're capable of, everything in, in, in that sense. We feel like we should be heard because we've been overlooked our whole life. When, you be, when you're beginning to speak up for yourselves and for people in your situation, the voice gets louder. It gets louder, it gets louder, and it gets more loud until it gets clear. And when it gets clear, change starts to happen, and that's what we want, the overall effect of it. We want change. It helped me realize that my voice counts. Like, yeah, I might be one in a million or one in however many, but it's like, that one can save a lot, but it all starts within myself, me speaking up for myself, because silent, si being silent don't get us nowhere. It helped us realize that we count. Even though our situation is messed up, even though we're the minority, even though we, we've been through this and that, or we are what we are, it still counts. Yeah, and similarly, of course, you know, another way to make your voice heard is through music. Um, you, you participated in the unsung competition and, and created a couple of finalist songs there. Uh, how did you get involved with music? Was this pretty new for you? Have you been doing it for a while? Music for me, uh, I would say it started about two years ago. I always loved music. I, I like to listen to it, but I never decided to do it on my own or just take it into consideration that I like actually might be good at it. And then one day I was just in my room, I was going through a tough situation and I just I've been through so much stuff in my life, I couldn't cry at that moment. So I, I just started rapping in myself. And somebody, uh, it was a uh, guy named uh, Fernando Camarillo. He banged on my wall. He was like, is that you? And I'm like, yeah, that, that was all me, man. Just freestyle. He like, man, you good, bro. Like, rap some more, rap some more. And I just kept going. And it just kind of opened up a, a new way to feel for me. And instead of acting in violence and anger, I could just sing, sing my way out of the situation and harmonize through it. And, Music been been with me ever since, and it's it's leading the way, and I love it. Also, a release for me being trapped, like he said, trapped in a cell, not being heard. The only way I am being heard is when I'm letting like letting my flow go, letting letting my pain speak through my lyrics, because obviously everybody likes music, no matter what the genre might be. So it just opened ears because obviously nobody knows what you're capable of until you let it out. So when I started letting it out, like maybe my first time I was incarcerated in like 2014, I just started letting it out. We had this little program called um, Inside, Inside Out Writers 
it's supposed to be poetry, but I always turn my poetry into some type of rhyme. And they just will tell me too, like you, you good, like you can pursue, you can pursue that, like keep it up, keep it up. And at first, I'm not gonna lie, like I just brush it off because I mean, look how many rappers there is. Like why, why, why would I be different? You know, I look where I come from. Why would I be different? Soon enough, I just stuck with it, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, maybe I could make something out of this. Maybe it, even if I don't get famous, I can let somebody hear me and relate to me and feel what I'm going through or maybe tell them they're not alone or whatever I'm going through, they might be going through too. Is there something about that process of songwriting, working, just kind of working on it, getting it better, perfecting it, working on both, you know, your message and your music, um, you know, that you feel like helps, helps you express things that are harder to say in other situation and sometimes we hear about students that are able to talk about serious issues by creating a podcast where it's harder in the middle of a classroom and somebody says call on you and talk about this right <laughs> or you have more time to think about it um you know you say it the first time then you think i want to change the way i said that you think through that and and i mean i think that can be true of music too when you guys are talking about real issues think about it the first time you try to express it it might not be exactly the way you want it but you have that time to iterate to perfect it and to really you know get the words right in the way that you want to express it um is that kind of part of your process of course I mean, he's a freestyler, so he go off whatever, whatever come out. Like he just, you feel me? It's there. I'm more of a thinker. Like I sit out, I write, and I'm just, I try to reconstruct different things into saying it in different ways. Sometimes without saying too much or without not saying just enough. That's for me, I mean, like it might be a difficult topic for me or something, and all I have to do is just read about it. And once I read about it, I can just sit and hum for a second and then i got it it's there for me so some some things are they're difficult but once you put your mind to it it's not hard at all you're listening to our interview series with finalists from the 2020 unsung songwriting competition the annual competition is generously supported by soundtrap which helps unsung participants use its online recording studio to find their voice and their creative sound now, before we get back to our interview with Jordan and Paige, let's hear some of their song, Racial Injustice, which also placed in the top five of the 2020 Unsung Competition. I can't give up, I stand for the people, I stand for my sisters, I stand for my brothers, we stand for each other, I swear it's so wicked here about all these killings and their crying mothers, now we up at the mic where the government needs to just hear us and listen, the point of this song is to open up ears, hoping I pray that everybody get it, yes I got charges and I can admit it, but you will not hear no type of excuses, remember the days I was tripping and skipping, they called me a nuisance, almost dropped out because I was told I was nothing compared to the average student, but now I got knowledge the system's a villain, racism part of the culture, it may not be verbal, but you can just tell by the I, I think we should talk a little little bit about some of the content too um and, and that's part of the opportunity we have to have this conversation here your other song uh besides second chances is called racial injustice it talks about more important issues of you know everything that kind of uh has been happening in, in society for a long time and certainly um over the past year there's been a lot of attention broadly um on the issue uh but you know, in a lot of times i think depending on the perspective you're looking at it from, it's the challenge is to think about is what's happening currently people who already 
were aware of the issue are just being more vocal or are people who were somehow not not recognizing the issue before starting to learn about it and become more aware um, and tuned into it um, so i'm curious as to your perspectives on you know from where you've been from what you've been observing the conversations that have been happening around racial injustice or your own experiences where do you think i mean do you see areas of progress you know do you see areas of no progress i mean what, from i mean really from your own experiences what do you what are you observing honestly from what i see i mean nothing much has changed and if change does happen it only happens for a split second you, you have your areas where the people in this part of the society want this change to happen and they feel like they can live a better life with the change. Then you have the people in this part of society in a different section where it's like, we don't want this to change because we're living fine. We love the separation and we feel like the separation is best. For me, I feel like separation is not a good thing. I feel like the way the world is going it is going to be bad. I mean, we had a change in office, change the president. Um, and I'm hoping since all of this has gone on with the Breonna Taylor deaths and George Floyd and everything that's going on in the world that's happened that I will never forget. And I'm hoping the world will never forget can actually change the face, change the frown to a smile and really do more for each other instead of separation and modern day racism and just see more effort in people and believe in us more. And I feel like that's that should be our overall goal and it's just not happening right now. Yeah, that's split second. That's split second that you're talking about. It's true. I mean, things is only happening. When it is changed, it's only, it's over like that. Like, it's like it's forgotten about once they see, once they put forth what everybody else wants to see, then it's like, all right, you know, we gave them what they want. All right, let's take it back. Let's take it back. Like the the equality, that that we're looking for is just based on everybody being on the same level. Not saying everybody got to be rich, not saying that everybody got to be, you feel me? It's just a matter of when I step in the room, how you look at me, other than if somebody else was to step in the room and how you would look at them. It's, it's like we're profiled based off things that we were born, we were born with, skin color, I mean, um, gender identity, just just anything, just anything that's that that's looked at as different is bad. That's that's how it is in our society. It's bad, and our statistics, our jail rates, like everything, like the school to prison pipeline, like it's just based on the society that we were brought up in. We're we're the selected few. We're the selected few for the wrong route instead of the right route. And I just feel like. I honestly don't feel like it's ever gonna really change. Yeah, as long as you're, you, as long as you have a label, as long as we're labeled, it's like I can have a kid now, and my my kid will be stamped. Already have this mark and already have this. Is it's your birthright? You were born with this. Just because your father was, just because your mother was, it's and it's from way back in the years. It's from way back in the beginning. It's. And I feel like we're due for a change. It's it's time. Like we can keep begging, we can That's keep right. protesting, we can That's keep why doing you gotta all this stand stuff. up, man. We gotta keep speaking. We keep talking. Sure. 
till I got no more no more oxygen left, and I'll keep speaking until I have no more oxygen. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. I mean, that's why I'm glad we're having this uh, conversation and really building on what you've been doing with your music, and really you know diving into it a little further and and showing some, you know some of that motivation and. Um, you know, passion, but real experiences behind that music and what kind of, you know, brought you to your current perspectives, why you're, you're putting together the messages that you are. Um, so before we, you know, before we close, I would love to, you know, since you have the platform now, um, kind of continue to, to just go into that a little more and say, okay, I think we've, we've um, addressed the issue of the second chances piece, but also basically what we can almost call the need for that second wind which is like okay people dive into i'm gonna make something change they do it for a little while and then kind of you run out of energy you move on to something else it becomes too difficult you know looking into a problem for too long wears on you uh and you know when there are a lot of people there who really would like to help but feel as though that they uh you know ultimately they're not they're coming at it from the other perspective right and it's not as affecting their day-to-day um you know sometimes that exhaustion uh, takes over uh, but <clears throat> would love to just give you guys the opportunity as we kind of close here to to share you know what your message would be to kind of just express the importance of sticking with it i think when it comes to creating change and understanding that it's it's not it doesn't happen overnight it doesn't happen that quickly um could take a long time and it's and it's it takes it's incremental right it doesn't all happen at once anyway um it, but it, we need to take it step by step and really focus on these issues when we talk about second chances you know a true second chance means you've moved on from the first chance right <laughs> like as an individual you learn from what happened previously and you learn to do things differently and better but we also have to say, okay, you know, once you're on your second chance, that this is this is you now, and now you need a you know a new opportunity. Um, so you know, just kind of what would you like to share with listeners who are tuned in, who we, we've made it this far, <laughs> they're they're kind of engaged in this conversation to say like, this is why we need to stick with this, and you know, these these are really the reasons why we need to to work together to you know, to really improve opportunity for everyone. Don't silence yourself. You got something to say. If you feel like something ain't right, just just put it out there. You never know where it can take. It's no, don't waste airtime. I mean, like, if if you feel like you got a positive message, and you feel like your words alone can change something, speak. Don't feel like don't feel like it's it's nonchalant. Like it's everybody is looking at certain things in different ways, but it's like that split second to change could change a lot. Honestly, to be honest, like, yes, it's fast. I mean, and people are quick to move on to the next thing because there's so much stuff going on in our world that we have to answer to. Not only just that, teach our kids, not teach our kids equally. It's, it's kids out there that's getting better education. We don't, we don't know what y'all don't teach us. You know what I'm saying? So it's like our, our situation, our, our upbringing, our, our, if we're living in poverty, that shouldn't change the education law. That shouldn't change what you guys are feeding our kids. Like it's like it's just it's just so much out there that we can we can touch bases on based on our songs, based on what we want in life, but we can't be the only ones who want it. You know what I'm saying? So I just say that keep keep speaking, stand tall, 
and stand up for yourself and always have it in your head that you will rise from any situation. And that's what Second Chances is about for me. And I feel like life in general, we are designed to have a second chance. No matter how old you were, no matter if you messed up in the beginning, you are designed to have a second chance. And you should never forget what drove you, what, what, what put you in a situation where you felt like, ah, I'm tired. I have, to, I have to make a change for myself. I have to go hard for something. It's something in me that wants to succeed. And when you find that, don't ever forget it because you can let that story be known and tell it to somebody that doesn't have anything that drives them, even though it, in some ways people do. But your story can uplift anybody and help towards that change. You can speak up for somebody that is afraid to speak. And there's a lot of people out there in the world that are afraid to speak based on the fact that they know they'll be falsely judged, falsely accused in certain situations. So we just want to keep the message going, man, and just never forget, never forget what's going on in the world, never forget what's happening, because 2020 has been a, a crazy year. And we just feel like second chances is just, we're, we're, we're due for a second chance, the whole world, 2020. We need 2021 to be better be different it's our second chance to be better i think we can all get on board with that <laughs> that's about right um so yeah Paige and jordan thanks for joining us today uh the finalists uh with two songs made the top five of the 2020 unsung competition and uh and it's obvious they'll keep sharing their voices through music and you know every other platform they have um thanks again for joining us today thank you thanks for having us Understand I really need some help to make it through this lifetime.